Rob O'Hara in the house. Live and in person. In Dutchland Studios. Yes. Here in Buffalo. Here we are. Got Rob O'Hara visiting. I thought it was a rumor that you podcasted without pants, but I can confirm it is true. It is true. Here we are. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. It gets a little warm in here, as you can uh, attest to, right? That uh, It does get a little warm in it's here. not too bad. Now, we did an uh, episode of Horrified Chicken last night with the three of us up here. And it was tight. It's not a big studio. Yeah. And it got a little warm towards the end, but not too bad. That's not bad. And this is the height of summer, so it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. The fall should be nice. Mm-hmm. It should be nice. But uh, yeah, man. So we got you up here in Buffalo visit and uh what do you think of uh, well you've been here before and we're outside of buffalo here in tonawanda but you've hit all the tonawandas right so i'm living in the town then there's a city and then there's north and we've been through all of them right there are many tonawandas who there, knew there are many tonawandas here but uh yeah so uh it's good to have you in the studio man i wish we could do this more often it's a little i won't i don't want to say distracting but if you haven't, I don't have you posted pictures not having, of the studio? Me not having pants on, well, or that's, no? That's very. I'm very focused on okay. that. Uh, no, the pictures of uh, the things that you have in the studio. I I don't. Um, I don't because I I really honestly. I, I mean, you see, I don't have a lot of things here, mm-hmm. and we kind of talked about this the other night. Um, and just as a heads up, this is just going to be kind of a. Uh, a winging it episode here. We didn't we're watch rapping. a movie. Yeah, we're, we're just, we've been we've been busy uh, going and trying different places to eat, going to some some different stores, uh, antique stores, and, a, and an eighty store. We'll talk about in a little bit, and then really just kind of sit around doing a lot of talking, which has been kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't have a lot of stuff in here, but I have little bits of things to remind me of stuff. Right, like you kind of talked about that yesterday well yeah like you know what i was saying is like um i mean you can be the type of guy that has and i'm not i'm not saying this bad actually i'm this type of guy uh but you can collect like let's say like lunch boxes we've talked about uh, and, yep. and lunch boxes and thermoses. So I have, you know, I don't know, 35, something like that, uh, 40 lunch boxes. Um, a couple. Right. So in the, I mean, the studio, I don't, I don't know what the dimensions are in here. This is what, maybe eight foot. I mean, the main area would be eight by eight, maybe. And it's, then, um, yeah, a, it's a little, a little bigger than that. Yeah, a little, yeah. The extra area on the back. I believe it's actually 10 by eight. Yeah. So on one side, there's a, a set of shelves. Uh, three shelves, and then there's one shelf, uh, like a, a narrow shelf on the other side with small miniatures. So if you tried to put 30 lunchboxes in here, it would look terrible. It would just right. be things piled on top of each other. It would, you know, you'd be clanging, you know, bumping into stuff. So instead, like you have one lunchbox, and then you have a collection of, uh, I'm, I'm looking over here. I'm probably fading in and out because I keep turning my head to look at things. That's right. But um, uh, what, a, a dozen uh, thermoses, you know, and so it's that that thing where you go. I mean, it's not every thermos you've ever seen in your life, right? You know, but it's when you look at them, they're all things like every one of them is one that you enjoy. You know, um, there is a and the ones that I don't, I give to you, <laughs> right? I did get gifted a, a very rare and desirable strawberry shortcake <laughs> thermos today, which um, I'm I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm I'm going to be driving uh, from here to Chicago and then the next day from Chicago back to Oklahoma. So there's a very good chance that I could be uh, in a convenience store somewhere filling up a strawberry shortcake thermos <laughs> for the road. You know, yeah. little, has a little sipper thing on top. But no, like um, 
there's the uh, Pac-Man marquee. So there's not, I mean, you don't have a giant collection of marquees. There's not a big stack of marquees, but there's the one framed marquee. And so when you see it, you know, you go, oh, it's an arcade marquee. And it makes you think of arcade games and it makes you think of arcade. So it's not the idea that you have all of them. It's that you have the one thing and it does spark that memory. And there are so many different things of different collections. There's little Smurfs miniatures. There's several Star Wars items. There's some Disney things. There's all different kinds of cool things up here that just give you a little, you know, like a little reminder, like right here next to me, there's a, uh, uh, a Lone Ranger figure. Now, now was this yours? This, yep. That yeah. guy, that guy was mine. And, and the way you can tell is he has a noose tied around his neck. Yeah. So, uh, he was in trouble a few times. I wasn't sure because he still had a head. Yeah. So I wasn't sure. It was well, they were original. Trying, it was trying to come off. <laughs> that was, that was the hope, but, uh, but yeah, so it's just a great little collection. Like all these little things, like I said, a couple of Smurfs, a couple of, uh, things from star Wars board games. Uh, some now tell me about the, you have a couple of different train cars Were those, those, uh, my brother had a pretty decent sized train, train set at, mm-hmm. uh, our house when we were kids before parents got divorced and everything. So they're just, you know, he kept some of them, and so it just kind of reminds me of that. You know, when I was a kid with my brother, the trains that uh, I remember seeing all the time. And uh, and that's really, like, I mean, you kind of pointed that out yesterday where we were talking, like, there's not a lot of room, and it would look overdone. And, and it's going to get hard at some point because I will add more things. But, right, it, I don't need to have, like, I love Fisher-Price Adventure People. I believe mm-hmm. that was one of my choices on one of our old toy episodes which mm-hmm. you can find at throwbackreviews.com slash archives i believe or just go to throwbackreviews.com hit the archives page you get that um but anyways i would love to have a ton of them in here but it would overdo it so i have a few and it kind of reminds me of it right so and, and not to jump forward but we did go to an 80s uh or retro let's say toy store yesterday and there were uh well not not just that one specifically but some of the other places we went where there were things on shelves and then things behind those things mm-hmm. and things behind those things, you know? And so, um, you see a lot of people that, uh, and I've been guilty of this in the past where you say to yourself, I like Fisher price adventure club people. And then you don't know when to stop. You just keep, you don't just get the ones that you remember from your childhood. You get more and more and you kind of get addicted to, to getting more. And so, then you just have this giant pile of things and it's not fun to look at. Yeah. And, and I feel like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I would, I would assume everything in this room either has a story that goes with it or at a minimum you remember where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's not all my original things. A lot of them are just replacing things like the dragon's lair thermos and lunchbox. I had that as a kid. I did not have it anymore. Uh, you caught wind of that. You got a hold of my wife this past September, my birthday, and you're like, hey, don't, don't let him buy one in the mail. <laughs> but so it's kind of got a double story, you know, right? It's like the one I had as a kid and I loved it. And now my best buddy got it for me, sent it to me. That's pretty awesome. Uh, the glasses, you know, I've got the uh, the Olympic glasses uh, from McDonald's, the short ones, like yes, coffee yeah. ones. And so, I mean, I, I remember using them all the time as a kid. I actually have two sets of those. Oh, yeah. And one of them is actually the, the set from my childhood mm-hmm. and those are in the rotation downstairs in the kitchen. So I wanted to mention that is that a lot of people that get those um, vintage glasses. And I know that there was a warning back in, I, I might be mixing up my history, but I believe it was with uh Shrek 
when they came out with Shrek drinking glasses, I think is when it was, was when uh, they realized the amount of level of lead. Oh, boy. That was in uh, those. Is that uh, our third guest on the podcast? Yeah, that's one of the dogs. That's actually the quiet dog that's barking oh, right now. is it? Yeah. So I, I, I will tell you this. Uh, Sean's family is has been nothing but nice to me. His wife is incredible. Uh, and all three kids are, uh, we've just had a good time uh, playing around with his kids. And, and um, uh, his youngest son went thrifting with us over the. Reluctant, uh, reluctantly. Reluctantly, yeah. We kind of dragged him along. Um, but uh, one of the dogs, so there's a dog, there's a kitten, there's another dog. Yep. One of the dogs loves me. The kitten loves everybody. I'm sure the other dog loves everybody. But then there's one dog. Not, I don't know that he's not on Team Rob, or he's just kind of not on Team anybody. Oh, Susie or, or Higgins? Higgins. He's on He's on Team Everybody. Like, right. I told you, because I had to give you a warning when you were a little ways away, and I said, hey, man, I forgot to tell you about this, but the dog is going to go nuts when you come here, and it's not aggressive. It is pure excitement and love for everybody and wants their full attention. So he And I told you, every time you come in the house, he's going to do it when we leave, come home. And, and that's how he is to everybody. He just gets so excited that somebody's here. It's not aggressive at all. And I think you kind of feel it, like Yeah, he's not. No, not aggressive. But um, the dog has a the short-term memory of a goldfish. Yeah. So you walk in the room and the dog barks and he's like, you're here, you're here, you're here. And then you might say, oh, I forgot my keys. So you step in the other room, and then you come back, and the dog goes, mm-hmm. you're here, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> so the dog is uh, he's very excited. You're, you're basically telling me my dog is dumb. Um, not, I mean, I, would you say a goldfish is dumb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the fin fits, right? <laughs> so if there was anything, maybe one or two items in this room that you really wanted to point out, like something that would be special. Is there anything in here that, um, uh, um, well, I, I would say, uh, you know, I have my Dungeons and Dragons books, which actually were my brothers down there in the oh, corner. Okay. So are those all hardback, like hardback, all hardback manuals? advanced, uh, Dungeon Dragons books. So you got, you got, uh, monster manual, monster manual two, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, uh, player's handbook and, and stuff like that. So, a lot of time, a lot of fun. Let me shut the window here. A lot of a lot of hours of fun when I was a kid playing with my brother and my neighbors and everything. And my brother, we've talked, like my brother is not nostalgic at all. Right. So there's a reason why I have the trains. There's a reason why I have the Dungeons and Dragons books. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care anymore. And isn't it funny how as somebody like you and I that are nostalgic people, even the... The train, even though it wasn't your train, mm-hmm. you could still be nostalgic for that memory that your brother yep. played with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing, too, like the Smurfs, right? So I, there's my mother would, we, my brother and I, we would bowl in the league when we were kids mm-hmm. on Saturdays. And so my mother would take us to this little hobby store, which was actually across the street in the plaza where we went for that 80s toy store. And there used to be this little hobby store or something. And he sold Smurfs. And like every every week after we'd go, and my mom would let me pick out a different Smurf. And I had a bunch of Smurfs. Oh, yeah. But, oh, but, my. Oh, that's fitting. No, <laughs> it, it, it's That's <fine>. the dog. <laughs> um, you know what that is? 
that's it's time to take the trash out at home. Oh, <laughs> Sunday night, Sunday take the night, trash take out. the trash out. But we used to, I used to put the Smurfs all over his train table and stuff. So, oh, that's cool. And the and the Smurfs are up here, pretty pretty yeah. close to the train. So, yeah. So I, I guess uh, the books. Yeah. And then you know, I feel like I ha- I should say the Star Wars figures, but there's so many. But it's going to be funny. My I've been made fun of by my wife on Horrified Chicken about my baby toys and that is the seven dwarves uh they're like little um they actually kind of look like dog chew toys like rubbery and you can mm-hmm. squeak them but and they're not the originals i don't know what happened to them but my grandmother when i was a little kid i remember my, my grandmother going to disney world and shortly after epcot had opened mm-hmm. um so i was young and she brought these back and for some reason they're not christmas decorations but they became christmas decorations so my mom probably didn't like them (laughs) Mm -hmm. but uh when the christmas stuff came out they were in the bin and i would be able to i could set them up around the base of the tree and everything so i just wanted them and when i went to disney last year we stayed on resort you know they have stores at all the resorts and everything and i didn't sneak off i just kind of went over and i saw they had the exact ones and i just said wow plus plus i wanted to buy something with my magic band (laughs) <laughs> so i'm like yeah i'll take these and i'll pay for it with this but so those because i remember as a kid i loved i loved at christmas they came out and i kind of played with them when i you know put them mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. so i love having those it reminds me of my grandmother and you know disney and yeah. so I, i'd say those and as my eyes run down the list i see we there's grumpy there's uh maybe dopey there's happy and then there's et who I don't really remember being one well, of the well, that's the eighth dwarf. Well, I uh, Nicole. So here's the thing too. I think I mentioned like Nicole actually like decorated most of the room. Mm-hmm. You know, I had boxes and boxes, you know, of stuff. And she, as I was finishing touches, she's like, "Shelves are done. I'm going to start because she's better at that." Because mm-hmm. I would have been like, "Here's all the seven dwarves. Here's all this. Here's all this." She kind of like puts them in some things in groups like the thermoses, but then spaces things out. So you have a couple more of the seven dwarfs mixed in with. Some uh, vinyl Harry Potter figures. Right, so. I see a stormtrooper. So it's it's there all kind of mixed. Mixed. Who's around. the uh, guy with? Uh, is that a Harry Potter the guy with the beard there? Yes, that is Rubius Haggard. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, keeper well, of the keys and grounds at Hogwarts. I Come on, see him from the beard up. So I thought it might be a wrestler. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's Haggard. So he's behind job of the hut. He is in my defense. So. And I would say Haggard is a half giant. So I guess the scaling is actually kind of correct there for him. Yep. So. um I was out of town last week. I was on a, a, a road trip for work. I was in Washington, D.C., and then Washington, D.C. is um, about seven hours, I think, we decided from Tonawanda. Yeah. So we thought, you know, we're already this close. We might as well, um, you know, continue the trip up north and come up this way. And so Sean was uh, uh, gracious enough to have me in his home again and uh, – showed me more of the town we drove around the town and so there's a lot of things that we could talk about that don't really fit throwback reviews i mean i just want to you know yeah. mention like we ate a lot of food we ate a lot of local places it yeah. was really good uh we went around and saw some uh uh like different malls and you know different things places that uh uh that the house that uh sean grew up at mm-hmm. which is very retro for us right because we have all those memories but what does fit into uh, the theme of this podcast is we went to several antique malls and we went to one 
what would you call it? A it was, retro store? Yeah, it's called store? the it's called the eighties uh, the eighties toy store. Okay, and um, so tell me about the, like the history of that place. Like, how long have they been here? How long have they been open? Uh, they they opened a year ago, pretty much. Oh, a year and a week ago. Okay, uh, at the time of this, re- at the time of the. Uh, oh, that's right. You the, said last year they had, or I mean last week they had a uh, like an anniversary sale or something. Yeah, it's the '80s toy shop. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so you can find them on uh, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. And if you and actually, I'll just take a minute to say that I actually did start a, a throwback reviews Instagram page. Not everybody's on Instagram. Some people are, and I, I would post a lot of the show stuff on my personal Twitter page. So I thought, you know, I'll just make a, a page for the for the show. So you can find us at Throwback underscore uh, Reviews, and there'll be a link to that and everything. But I, there's a picture of Rob and I outside of the store, and there's a mural post uh, that was painted, I believe, by the owner's daughter too, and it's, it's it looks really cool it's like toy story ish mm-hmm. um and so it's pretty cool but yeah so they had their one year anniversary last year or uh, i'm sorry last week and uh, i wasn't able to, to to go plus i knew you were coming up so i was like ah we'll wait but uh it's, it's cool because he's a local guy not only local but he's local from the town that it's in mm-hmm. uh, so that's kind of cool and he's very knowledgeable obviously he's running a store but yeah. he definitely i mean we sat there and talked with him yeah, while. yeah, and, and and there's nothing in the store that he didn't know the history of or right. know about, you know. So, um, I would say a lot of it. Was, so it was all I would say. Everything would be vintage toy. Well, vintage like movie lines, like right. you might say, because there was like '90s. Was it the black cards or '90s or were they 2000s? Oh, for Star Wars? Yeah. Oh, they're newer, like the like the Black Series? Yeah. Yeah, those are new. Yeah, so there's like, a mixture of new. Yeah, but he did have some vintage yes. Star Wars, yes. you know? So, um, so, yeah, it was kind of a mixture. I would say um, if you went there, it would kind of be on you. And I, I don't think he's being deceitful at all. I don't, I don't want to imply that. I just think, like, it would be easy, like, if you didn't know... You might see something like there was a Speed Racer uh, Mach Five, and so if you didn't if you didn't know, you might not know if that was from the seventies or eighties right. or nineties or, right. or you know a new thing. So that that was the only thing. Um, but a lot of people don't care about that, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I guess exactly. if you care about that, you probably know exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, a great uh, amount of things there. Oh yeah, all different. And he does have like definitely a lot of retro stuff there that that is For, yes yeah a, that is original mm-hmm. including signed uh flash gordon figures right I did have an uh, a flash gordon figure autographed by sam jones i just i don't know if we i don't think we mentioned it on the show but i just watched the documentary life after flash mm-hmm. which is on amazon prime it is a documentary about sam jones and about the making of the 1980s Flash Gordon movie, and then what happened to him as an actor later on. He was kind of blacklisted in Hollywood, so it kind of goes through that story. And, and if you like Flash Gordon, it's it's worth a watch. So I'm kind of on a Flash Gordon thing at the moment, you uh-huh. know. And so uh, I definitely, you know, Sean and I have talked about this before. I believe, and 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 Sean believes that is it is important to support local businesses. Um, and not just local businesses, I guess, but local businesses that you love, like people, there's retro arcades that open and people, you know, 
will sit there and clamor like, oh, I wish I had a retro arcade in my town. And then they go one time. Well, that's not going to keep them open. Right. You know, so when you have people come into town, you say, let me take you to the arcade. And then you don't try to get in for free. You pay to go to the arcade. You know, we were just talking about if uh, you ever come uh, down to Oklahoma, like we are going to try to make a trip out to um, Arcadia, oh, uh, the retrocade with uh, that's a, that has to be penciled yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, right. With um, uh, Vic Sage, our buddy, and um, uh, and all the guys out there that, that work at the arcade. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's important to support those places. So when you go to a, a local place like now the flash Gordon figure I got was autographed. So of course it's going to cost a little bit more, right? But even if it weren't, maybe it was a star Wars thing that's right off the shelf. Maybe it's $2 higher than Walmart, but, uh, and, and I'm not talking bad against Walmart, but what I am saying is if you want a independent toy store to stay in open. your town to stay open, maybe you spend, and the guy that's working there, he owns it. He's working there. He's paying rent. You want that to remain there, maybe you pay the extra two dollars and buy the figure you're there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, and there was a lot of cool stuff there. We um And I liked I, I just want to mention this. I like that it was organized like a store. It, yeah. It, just immaculate like, like you're there's aisles, there's shelves, things are on the wall. It wasn't like there was it, piles of stuff. Yeah, so it it very easily could have become it very easily could have been like the antique stores we went to right. where it's just kind of thrown together and maybe a little bit sectioned, but that's usually just because people have booth sections there. Right. But yeah, no, it looks like a professional store. Mm-hmm. It's very clean, very tight, you know, organized. It's it's really nice. It's a, it's a great place. If you're ever in the like Buffalo area for sporting event or, or whatever, definitely check out the uh, 80s toy shop it's not far from downtown at all you can take the throughway get off right by it so definitely worth uh stopping to see so i want to ask you i'm going to answer the question and then i'm going to pass it to you of was there any like what was the the coolest thing you saw at the store any one thing you want to mention the one thing i have to mention is that he had one of the uh job of the hut skiff guards uh or the skiff the actual ship that was uh, I believe it was a Kickstarter exclusive from Hasbro last year. Um, I didn't catch how much he had it priced for in the store, um, but uh, I haven't seen one in person. So the only way to get those was through the Kickstarter or through someone who got one on the Kickstarter who then sold it. You know? Right, yeah. So I haven't had the opportunity. And it is a giant, I think it's five-foot uh, ship. So it's not the kind of thing everybody could just... Like not everybody has a space in their house to display a five foot yeah, Star Wars. That's toy. a lot of that's a lot of real estate. It's a lot of skiff. But yeah. the um I mean it the he had the box out and everything and the box looks like a vintage I mean a lot of people mistake it and think it was a vintage toy, you know, from the, the original Kenner Star Wars line back in the eighties. So it's really cool. And and for me, like I've seen a lot of things, maybe not all in one place. Right. But uh, so he had a lot, I mean, he had just tons and tons of stuff. And the more we were there, the more we started noticing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it, like behind the counter, obviously that's, that's a lot of the more vintagey kind of stuff, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit higher priced items, but worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. The one thing that ca- that it caught my eye last time I was in it and it does, cause I find it funny is, is the MacGyver machine gun. 
Right. You know, because it's like MacGyver didn't really use a gun. Right. So it's funny how that line sold that toy Mm -hmm. that way. So I I like that. And uh, what I wish would still have been there, and I wish you could have seen it. I was telling you today, there was when I went, uh, actually like last year when it opened, and I went back like two weeks later, it was not even, like a week later it was gone, was a McDonald's Land play set in complete inbox. And I was like, oh, my God, like that that's the stuff I just, I mean, I'm probably not going to have the, the budget to buy something like that. But just mm-hmm. to see it, I'm just like, yeah, it's just really cool. And that's what I like looking at, um, like those just old vintage toys, the, yeah. the originals mm-hmm. that are there. He had some of the universal uh, figures, monster figures before. And I wanted to go back and get them for my wife's birthday. I think they were like 100 bucks or something. Maybe I could have found them cheaper, but again, going back to what you said, I didn't care. I thought it, I I knew they were fitting for something my wife would like in her studio. Her artwork is horror themed, and uh, they were gone already. Oh, you know. So he had some this time too that I think even came in a crypt, but they were like they were like those glow in the dark, probably greenish clearish. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I really want the figures, but he said he gets them. You know, he gets them in, so I'll keep checking back. Yeah. So. Yeah, like uh, so. It, like if you were in, it came to Buffalo. Like how how far is that store from Buffalo? Drive wise from downtown, you're talking fifteen minutes, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I yeah. Th- I mean, even if we're an hour or two, it definitely no fifteen, yeah. maybe. I'll say even twenty minutes tops from downtown. You get on the the uh, one ninety and you take it to the two ninety and you get off at uh, you get off at the Colvin exit there and it's right down the street. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Definitely worth it. Yeah. You know, if you're into, um, you know, any kind of retro vintage toys, lots of Star Wars, lots of lots of wrestling, lots of uh, just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So we we did do a lot of shopping and, and different antique stores, and we saw a lot of cool stuff. But I actually have something here I wanted to kind of talk to you about because it's I think it's rela- very relatable to this podcast and just the retro scene itself. Um, and it's about everything. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a tweet. Okay. Uh, by Carrington, a guy, oh, okay. a guy I used to podcast yeah, with, yeah, yeah. right? Carrington no quarter. Vincent. Yeah, sure. Um, and uh, let me see. So I'll try and read this here. Uh, I don't have my glasses. Let's see. So it's uh, one of the worst parts of nerd culture is the pearl clutching. Gasp! I can't believe you haven't blank. Mm-hmm. Um, and your response to that was, uh, I never understood shaming someone who hasn't seen something. We all had our, uh, our own upbringings. I always feel excitement when I get to, to share something with someone. Gatekeeping is dumb. And I think that obviously you can apply that to really anything, mm-hmm. right? Sure. But I do see it. I do feel it. I mean, I do a podcast on, on, 80s 70s nostalgia right and i'm not by any shape of imagination an expert or know a lot about it just i love it right Mm -hmm. i love the stuff i don't because i have this or that it doesn't mean i know a lot about it but i think it doesn't mean that it it means less to someone like me now i'm only using me as an example because there's a lot of people i think that that feel that way sometimes where it's like you know they're maybe they're better than someone because they know every character that was, you know, in you don't have to said cartoon or said TV mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, it kind of sucks, you know. Yeah, well, well, um, 
so not to dwell on that toy store that we visited, you know what I mean? But like when we mentioned things, like he would tell us things back, but but he never did that thing where he said, oh, my God, you didn't no. know about that, you yeah. know? And that's like such a turnoff to me. Um now we might, you and I might do it jokingly, yeah. right, to each other, like, "Oh, you didn't like that's, this." That, that's or, different, right? Though. That's just guys, right? But to me, I've never understood um, that that reaction where people say, "I can't believe you didn't." Like to me, it's like, "Oh my gosh, I want you to see this." No, like I, I think you're really going to enjoy this, you know, or not, you know, maybe you shouldn't, but but um, it's a different feeling it's I, not like i'm shaming you right. because you haven't done it i'm like oh i think you might enjoy this you know or i enjoyed this at right. least, you know and I, and i i think i have an example of of something that the both of us could be in that being shamed for in circles is the fact that when we were there looking at games now you brought me a gift something that I wanted, that I wanted as a kid that I never had of my own and got to, to use a few times when I was younger at a friend's house, and that was an original NES. Never had one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted an original. And one of the, the most popular games probably for that, and we talked about it today, Zelda. Yes. And you go to me, and, didn't even, and maybe that's just because we're friends, but you just I said something about Zelda, and you go, I never played Zelda. And I'm like, mm-hmm. neither have I. Like, but it seems like that would be a game, even if you had a NES or whatever like that. If you mm-hmm. didn't play Zelda, like, what do you mean? Like, how could you and not? there are probably lots of listeners going, oh, my gosh. You, right. <laughs> you never played Zelda? <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we don't have to dwell on that topic much. But I saw that. I think that was from, like, a week or so ago, maybe yeah, two weeks yeah. ago. And I actually went back and screenshot it because it really did kind of hit with me where I'm like, I do feel that way, to be quite honest. Even doing the show sometimes, like... Um, not that I've ever gotten really bad feedback or anything, but you know, you just kind of feel that way sometimes like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't do this or whatever, but it's not about knowing everything and you shouldn't feel you should have that passion for things. If you do, I, well, no matter when we were kids and you went to high school, there would be, there might be a kid that knew more about something that you did, or maybe not. Maybe you were the kid that knew the most about transformers. Or you were the kid who knew the most about comic books in your little small pond, right? But on the internet, there is nothing that either of us know anything about that there's not people that know more about. Right. You know, there are people – we were we were having a discussion where uh, my buddy Andy, his kids have started coming to me with Star Wars questions that I can't answer because they're asking questions about like the new shows like Rebels and things mm-hmm. that I'm not up on, you know. So, I mean even something I consider myself like I would consider myself a Star Wars expert, but what in what pond? Right. Like I was, you know, with my, you know, friends in in school, grade school or college, yes, I knew more about Star Wars than most of those kids. But now there are kids that are 8, 9 years old that have Star Wars questions that I don't know the answers to, you know. So, on the internet, there's always somebody. So, yeah, that, I, I, that's a, I, I'd actually forgotten about that tweet, you know, but it is a good takeaway. I think it is a good lesson. Like, you know, if you go to a, a store and the guy's like, you haven't played Zelda, well, you don't know anything. Well, that's not true. I do know a lot of things, but I just don't know about that one thing, you know. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of, of uh, Nintendo games, and I haven't played them all. But I played the ones I liked. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, too, you talk about the Star Wars and the kids asking you, you're not knowing because it's a lot newer. 
I'm going to be honest. Like I raised my sons as Star Wars fans with the original trilogy, and they honestly know more about a you know a trilogy that I grew up with and love. I mean, I have Star Wars tattoos. My first tattoos were Star Wars tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think sometimes I go, oh man, should I have gotten these tattoos here? And it's just the rebel symbol and the mm-hmm. and the uh, empire, uh, the uh, insignia there. And people think, oh, wow, you know, I don't know everything, but I just, I loved it. I love, it, it made me feel good growing up to have that, to watch and everything. But my sons know so much more yeah. than I do because they get so consumed with it. And that's cool that I've had to ask them questions, you know? And, uh, but I think that's one of the things, and that's why I brought up with you as well, not only that you tweet it, but when we first started talking years ago, um, I never tried to pretend that I was like, like you know everyone knows like you know have a lot of knowledge with computers star wars um early computers and stuff like that mm-hmm. you never you're never like you didn't really and again we may do it to each other jokingly but that was the thing i was like that's why we're cool because you have so much such more knowledge with that kind of thing but it doesn't matter we still have that that love for this this time right well i just and just go off course for a minute but you know like we were doing something earlier in Windows, and I was saying, "Oh, just if you drag this here and drag this there, it'll do this." And you were like, "Oh, I didn't know that." You know, last night, one of the kids accidentally broke a light switch, oh. and we were like, "Okay." I mean, I so this is a true story. I broke a light switch in our old house. And it stayed broken for like five years until we were getting ready to move. And then I had to figure out how to change it. So, I mean, I had a, a broken light switch for five years. So last night, there was a light switch that got broken. Sean says, hey, we're going to Lowe's. And we went up and we got a light switch and came home and he turned the breaker off. And, she, and I was like, wow. So neither one of us, like, you don't judge the other one. because You know, it's just like, oh, I this is knowledge that I have, you know. So, I mean, maybe to, to sum up that tweet and to sum up throwback reviews and, and, and all these things is I think you can love something without being an expert on it. Perfectly said. You can love Star Wars and just love your little part of it. You can love the Seven Dwarfs and not everything about Disney. You can love those thermoses that you have. You know what I mean? You don't, yep. you don't have to be a completist. You don't have to be an expert. Find the stuff you like. Perfectly said. So let's move it to something else that we actually did a podcast about a few episodes back earlier in the year. And that was malls, yes, right? And I had talked about the Summer Park Mall and the stores. We were talking about different stores that were there, memories. So I took you to see that, which is a completely 100% dead mall. Oh, and yeah. Like, it looks like when you watch those those shows, right, and they go, oh, this is what would happen in New York City if there was, you know, a nuclear war or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it showed, like, that's what it looks like, right? So it was surprising, first of all, that it was not like, like, we didn't drive two hours to get to this. I mean, it was in town. I mean, yeah, yeah, 20, now, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's on the outskirts of town. You go down, you pull into this parking lot. The parking lot's a little rough because, you know, they're not maintaining it. Mm-hmm. But we drive in and all of a sudden, like, the grass. Like, normally you think, you don't even notice where they trim, normally trim the grass, but it's all grown up. All the, I noticed all the signs the metal signs that are normally attached that say like fire lane, no parking or what they're all faded. Like you yep. can barely make them out. And it, it when, when, how long has this mall been, been totally closed? Do you think? Um, well, I think the, the last anchor store closed last year, last August, I believe it was because I was out of work and teaching my son how to drive. And we went that way and I was like, Holy crap. Like there's only one anchor store open, 
But as far as the mall and everything inside, I think it's been closed up for a few years now at least. You could easily shoot an episode of The Walking Dead yes. in that outside. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you, if you were like, what would something look like after a zombie apocalypse that had been abandoned for 50 years? Or that's what it looked like. Everything's boarded up. Everything's locked up. Um, and then there was one store on the outside mm-hmm. that we recognized. Yes, it was a store. Uh, it was originally a Child World, which I talked about in the episode. And now this store was a, it was like attached to the mall, but not really. It was like there at the. It was at the mall, right? But it was an outside entrance. So when I was a kid growing up, it was Child World. And uh, then I think around two thousand, maybe a little bit earlier, it turned into uh, Toys R Us. Yeah, it's so the, very recognizable. When you, even though it's been closed, even though I mean, when it, we drove by, I was like, "Oh, that's a Toys R Us." And not only that, it was a save a lot after it was a Toys R Us, but they left the entrance mm-hmm. sign like like a marquee, right? Said entrance with the backwards letters, and uh, we kind of joked around about it would look perfect over the entrance of my studio, which it would. Um, see, that's what sucks. Like you can't just go to someone like look. The mall's going to get knocked down. It would look perfect here. We're nostalgic we guys. Can it. we just have the sign? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. Well, first of all, it's 10 foot up in the air. Yeah. Which would, is really the only reason why it's not here. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that it says 24-hour surveillance. That would be another thing. So I don't want to go to jail. If it showed up at my house, would I hang it up? Yes. Yes. Um, if it showed up at the Throwback Reviews P.O. Box? Yes. Yes. Um. Let's just go get it. All right. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> we'll drive your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, So, it, but it was it's cool, I think, even though that mall didn't have the same nostalgic feelings to you, um, the fact that it's a mall, and that is something that was so, obviously, we did an episode and, and how, how important they were to our childhood mm-hmm. to see another one gone. Yeah, another interesting fact was that while we were there, there were two other cars doing exactly what we were doing. Yeah. Driving slowly around, looking and probably reminiscing. I think one car had looked like it had possibly an older person and a younger person. Yeah. And maybe they were just showing them, you know. It, it looked as though it was a young girl learning how to drive with her father. It looked like he was probably around our age, maybe a few years older, somewhere around there. And they had stopped and they were looking. So I would almost guarantee that's what they were probably doing. Mm-hmm. And then the other car was actually an old couple. Yeah. I yep. mean, they probably were talking about when they used to go there and, you know, in the seventies when it, I think believe it opened in the seventies, Yeah, right around the time of the, uh, love canal, uh, situation that, yeah. that happened right around the corner, which I showed you that too. We did drive through, um, love canal, which was, I will butcher the story, but essentially I believe the way that you explained it to me was that there was a company, uh, who had started building a canal. They had this, uh, giant canal partially dug out. They did not complete the canal. So that land got sold to another company who then buried dangerous chemicals. Yep. In that. Uh, they covered those dangerous chemicals. And then at some point, somehow, someone thought it was a good idea to build a neighborhood, neighborhood yeah. housing complex on top of dangerous chemicals that were in the ground, which eventually leaked into the ground and caused birth defects and other health issues for the people that lived there. So when you are now, Sean told me that 
he had driven through there before they had torn down a lot of the houses. So yeah. it was just like abandoned houses, which it, is a very creepy thing to, to hear someone describe. Yeah, it was creepy because we would drive through there. You know, just, I would drive through at night sometimes because we'd be over that way. And like it was because it was like, hey, there's love. This is Love Canal, whatever. Maybe someone didn't ever see it. And you go at night. And the creepy thing was, it's like all these houses were like abandoned and boarded up, some of them or most of them. But you would see houses where people still live there at times. Um, amongst all this, yeah. and it was just, like you don't know the reasoning, and the, I mean, all you have to do is is do a search for the Love Canal incident. Go to YouTube. There's a lot of short documentaries, and it's very, very interesting because, like I told you, um, I believe that this whole, this incident that happened there, and the and the the residents are what kind of made a resolution happen, right? And and got the government involved. This was a big push for other things in the country that happen with like toxic regulations. waste. Yes, yeah, exact, yeah, yeah. exactly, I believe so. Yeah, if you look it up, it, it is really interesting, whether you're from the neighborhood or not. Yeah, even I didn't even know anything about, yeah. about local. But yeah, and so the center part of where this neighborhood was is like a big hill. Or the canal, was the canal. Yeah, with a chain link fence around it. Essentially, it says keep out, right? And then there are some areas that have been used to be part of a neighborhood, like you can see the beginnings of a driveway. You can see where fire hydrants are or were used to be. You can actually see the sidewalks. Yes. We didn't get out. I've gotten out and taken pictures. Um, you could see the sidewalks. They're all almost, you know, 80% grown over. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, fire but hydrants. There, right? But it's still yeah. there. You see all the approaches to the driveways, the openings to them. And there are still a few houses there that people yeah, live in. There's still people there. And that's what, I mean, has to be horrifying. Like, you, first of all, I don't know why you would live there. Like, why you wouldn't be, I'm sure that someone says, okay, it's safe. But someone told those people it was safe then, probably. So, I don't know. It just, it just yeah. seems strange that people would still live that close to it maybe they're just maybe they didn't have any health issues and they're just like you know nothing's going on whatever i mean everyone has their reasons for what they do i mm-hmm. i can't uh fault them for, for whatever they yeah decide, yeah you don't know the whole story like yeah. the personal story but it just seems like like I, if there's a danger that you don't know like we can't see what's in the ground you can so if you don't know that it's hard to know like where does it stop right Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's just, I mean, this all happened in the seventies. And like I said, you can find these videos with old footage and everything. And, uh, the activists that were there, it's really cool. I, I really wanted you to see it beforehand, but I know you're busy and everything just so you could kind of go, Holy crap, this is where it happened. But it is definitely a interesting thing, but it's just weird to, to be like, this is where families would walk down that sidewalk or you'd be, you know, when we came home tonight from dinner and ice cream and pulled in a drive, like that's where a family would have done the same thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah. uh, it's just uh, pretty, pretty crazy. So after Sean drove me around a place where he was like, there were birth defects, people died, all this. He says, you want to go do some toy shopping? <laughs> <laughs> you want to light this party up or whatever? And so that's what we did next. Yeah, we went to an old church that's been transformed into oh, a antique yeah. store. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't. Find um, a lot of things there. I got a record. I actually got a, uh, a Disney Disneyland Records. It's uh, Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that, and I, didn't I get something else? Or I just, no, I just got the record. You got you, the record. you got some CDs and a, and a record that I found for you. <laughs> I 
did not. I mean, I guess it makes sense that there was an entire album. I've never heard the entire album, but Sean turns around and shows me this record, and it is the Curly Shuffle. So it's the entire album. So there's a Curly Shuffle, and it has the th- like a cartoon characters of the Three Stooges on the front. Um, so and when you say antique mall, it can mean so many different things, right? I mean, well, really, it only means one thing. So it can really mean one thing. <laughs> it really doesn't there's, there's mean so many things there, right? Um, but it is a a a building that leases out different booths to different sellers. Yep. So different antique malls have different feelings depending on what those people are. So some of them are more into furniture. Some are into actual antiques. You know, so you just have to find the antique malls that obviously have the the vendors of the things that you're looking for. So, and then another thing is you have to be in the mood for what those, like you might be in the mood for looking for furniture or you might just be looking for vintage toys and stuff. So the church mostly upstairs was, uh, it wasn't what we were looking for. Right. Kind of furniture kind of thing. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just not what we were in the mood for. I I found some things I'd like. I love mid-century furniture. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, things you would imagine in an office uh, in, in uh, Mad Men. Right. You know, right. stuff like that. But, but yeah, we were on the hunt for 80s stuff. But in the basement, there were um, there were some things. There were some toys. There were some stuffed animals. There were some, um, oh, just different kinds of things. Uh, lot, the big music section. This, I'm amazed. Oh, there's really... No point. I hate to say it that way. There's really no point in buying CDs in this day and age. You can stream. You can download. You can find listen to things on YouTube if you really want. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. But that being said, when I see a giant collection of CDs that are fantastic music. And some of them, uh, there were two or three albums from Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, which is a kind of a punk supergroup band. I think it's guys from No Effects. It's it's some different um, punk band members. I've heard some of those songs. I've never run across those CDs for sale. So, and CDs were $3, which... Is about the right price at an antique mall. At a thrift store, they would probably be cheaper. Yeah. But at a thrift store, it's going to be a lot of Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's not going to be – I mean, they had an amazing selection. We were sitting there just going through one – like, if I bought every CD that I wanted to listen to, I would have spent $500. Right. I mean, there was stuff from The Cure. There was stuff from The Smiths. There was all kinds of alternative stuff. There was rock things. There were – Bands that I was pointing out to you, I was like, oh, I love this band, you know. So, uh, you know, there's like I said, there's no sense in buying them at this point unless it's something that you want to. And, and honestly, I'm going to take those CDs. I'm going to rip them and put them on my phone. That's what I'm going to do with them. But um, so, yeah, we did find some stuff downstairs and there was some toy things. Um, not a huge deal, but uh and then the lady that checked us out was kind of fun. She had fun. She's like, I'm 70. And I remember watching because she was doing, uh, checking out mine. The Disney, Peter Pan, yeah. The Peter Pan. And she was talking about when she watched, uh, I, I can't remember. Sandy Duncan. 
No, I wasn't Sandy oh, Duncan. I thought she said Sandy Duncan. No, because she's like, I was eight years old when I oh, saw it. Oh, so, so it was the original yeah, one. it wasn't Sandy Duncan. Yeah, she said, I, we couldn't even see yeah. the wires. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then they, they got a kick out of your, uh, I was going to say truffle shuffle, but. Oh, curly shuffle, cur- yeah. Curly shuffle. Yeah. I didn't do the, the truffle shuffle. She's like, like, if you want this record, right. you got to do it. Come on. <laughs> you know what's funny is ah. uh, you're talking about like if you're going to like a, uh, a thrift store or something, you're going to find all like Oak Ridge Boys and stuff like that. Like I, my first job was at a thrift store, Salvation Army, when I was in high school. Which and we saw. We, you did see we that. Yeah, around. Yeah. And uh, man, I used to go through records all the time and you would see a ton of gym neighbors Right, guy right. played Gomer, yeah. Gomer, Gomer Pyle, um, and Herb Albert in the Tijuana Brass. Which yeah. I got I to tell you, I think I have a couple, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it is pretty awesome. But we used yeah. to get so like, I would love to know what the record sales of of Herb Albert. We used to get them in all the time. It so, had to be yeah, huge. You know, so but I also got a, a really nice, extensive, big band and and uh, jazz. Uh, records the it, problem with that not that place uh specifically but a lot of places that are antique malls is how much were the records you were looking at there well uh, and we got some cheap ones yeah i i only paid four dollars for my disneyland record yeah. i've paid i paid 12 before mm-hmm. um so and that wasn't at that store right but all the ones that i was looking at they were all like four to six dollars for the disneyland records that that's not store. bad no i didn't think and so And they were all in plastic sleeves yeah and looked really like very really good. it looked like a record store the way yeah. they had it organized yeah. very very nicely so uh we did our shopping there at the church and then we must have went to another one um i don't think we did after the church we went we went to one on, before that uh, where we did see some, uh, what the, I think I got something there. Oh, I got a, I think I got something. How stupid! I got a light bright. I've been wanting a light bright. Oh, I, got, I got a light bright. Yeah, yeah. I got a light bright with pegs, and I think it was a Snoopy uh, stencil kit, which I don't care about that. But it was ten bucks for the light bright and the stencils and a metal tub full of full of, of, pegs. of pegs. So yeah, I thought that was a good deal. Yeah, I've seen light brights before for about 20 bucks with no pegs. Yeah. And then you got to go order pegs and they're going to be remakes probably cuz you can still get light brights I think but they're like LEDs and they're thinner. Right. Like I wanted the light brights. The, the vintage look. The big huge honking one. Right. And you got some helpful advice from the lady who's yeah. at the register, which was? It's uh, the reason they don't make them anymore is because it is a fire hazard. Don't right. leave it plugged in all the time. Don't burn your house down. So I told you I will be modifying it with an LED light with a switch anyway. A so. switch in there, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I and I... I don't know where the hell I'm going to put it in here. Yeah, I know. I'm looking. Jeez. I know. And what are you going to put? Uh, what kind of design do you think? Are you going to say something like... Uh, My plan was to change it every once in a while. Okay. So I'm going to see if I can find some stencils. I'd really actually like to find the original stencil kit. Yeah. It has the clown. and um, So I'm going to see. I'm sure oh, I can, I'm sure original, I can find original. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like my wife is like, well, you probably could print them. And that's probably true. But there was something about that paper. It was like almost construction mm-hmm. paper feel. Yeah, because like, you popped through it. Yeah, you know, I don't want hold it normal. There, yeah. yeah, I don't want normal paper. Right. So, um, I oh, I you know what I bought there was I bought that VHS tape, which yes. was a, um, and it was newer than what I thought. It was early '90s, but it was like a. This is an official licensed recording of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. So 
I thought that might be interesting to watch. Uh, I went, I went to this. We we went to the circus a lot as a kid. You know, this is something that our children are not going to experience. Right. Um, circuses are, you know, well, Ringling Brothers is closed, so circuses as we knew them are really no more. Right. And probably for good reason. Probably right. I went to a Ringling Brothers circus as a kid, I, as I did. Yeah, and. We probably went early to get good seats, and the people running the circus came to our seats and asked my mom if my sister and I could be in the circus. And so at the very beginning, they would have the parade, you know, that went around, uh, you know, the out the perimeter, yeah. like, you know, and they had like the stagecoach kind of thing that would get pulled by the horses, and we got to ride on that. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. And then we got like a giant, it wasn't like a magazine size. It was like bigger than that. Like, you remember they had the big giant, like what it would it be like 11 by 14 yeah. color book. Like we each got yeah. one of those with all the color photos. Um, so yeah, I, I have good memories of the circus. I'm not saying that behind the scenes, it was good for all the animals. You know what I mean? Like, there's two sides, you know. To every story. Absolutely. There always so, is. Unless they're um, Van Halen, then there's three sides, which is an album. <laughs> it's been a weird Van Halen reference for you. Um, so, no, it's an extreme album. What am I talking about? Um, anyway, so, you know, I thought that would be like a fun video, like that would maybe encapsulate, uh, you know what I mean? Like a memory yeah, that you could watch. Absolutely. So, so that, that was why I got that. Um, as a lot of people know, I don't, don't want to dwell on DVDs, but I love going to thrift stores and looking for DVDs, especially ones that have commentary tracks. We saw so many DVDs. Yeah. Every place we went seemed to have more DVDs than the last place, but we just didn't have the time. Yeah. We, we saw a ton of them today and I was like, Rob cannot go down. No, you were literally like, don't look down this aisle. There's a thousand DVDs. Yeah. We'll be here all day. Right. And then I made a joke and I was like, Oh, I'm going to look at every DVD. And then I looked and there was a lady looking at the DVDs. And I think she thought I was making fun of her. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. But I was like, I'll oh, just keep walking. We yeah, got, we got a kid. Right, exactly. We'll blame it on him. So, uh, yeah, so we did those. And then uh, we went to a thrift store or antique mall later with your wife. And that one was so so. It was more, again, more furniture. But I had hope at this one yeah. because when we pulled up, there was a sign right on the door that said, uh, all toys and games in booth 27, 25% off. Yep. And uh, that booth was terrible. <laughs> there was it, the- it, it was. We didn't yes. see anything we really wanted until after. I mean, I got a, I got a really – like I like vintage suitcases. You're mm-hmm. sitting next to – four a suitcases stack, there's, yes. where there's three suitcases they get smaller mm-hmm. um and then like a small briefcase with locks which is now my laptop bag so i found a suitcase that was just awesome it's very cool it's very cool um but then we did find kind of the jackpot of the store towards yes. at the end yeah there was a lot like an entire booth that had um you know vintage some well there was definitely vintage one of the first things that you spotted was a uh wicket the ewok board game was priced a little high. Had to pass on that. But I had to talk to you. I, I you. I think you were looking to me to be like. It was kind of like I. I knew you wanted to, mm-hmm. and you had looked it up like a good thrifter would, and, and was like, I could get it cheaper on eBay. I could get it for half the price. Right, and I. But I said to you, but are you going to? Right. Like, or do you just want it because it's 
in front of you right now. Like, are you going to put it back in order? And you're like, yeah, probably not. I'm like, eh, you probably don't need it then. Right. But then on the next shelf down, a complete mystery machine. Yep. With all five members uh, of, uh, I mean, yeah. The mystery five. The mystery yeah. five. <laughs> Fred, Velma, Daphne. Uh, and in the back was Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, and they're a, um, I guess the same, like three and three-quarter inch. Yeah. Like the same as Star Wars figures or whatever. $20 for all five figures and the mystery machine. So I had to grab that. Uh, again, we've talked about in the past uh, mixing and matching our um, Fisher-Price adventure people with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like I would have Han Solo and Chewbacca. You know, they would... Uh, uh, flee from the empire, and then they might take that sweet seventies van for and a little for a little joyride R and R, you know, down for the weekend, you know, relax, take the kayak out, and so uh, you know, I thought they're the right scale to do that. So I so I thought, well, that would be fun, uh, and then you spotted those um, Star Wars. They're like Star Wars Lego figures, but giant, and they have LCD all the clocks clocks in their stomachs. And there was a Yoda one, and there was a – I forgot what the other one was. Was it a Stormtrooper? Or? Yeah. Yeah, and they were five bucks each. Uh, price is right on that, you know. Uh, so picked those up, so that was good. So now we've got to start thinking um, – I mean, we've got to get through this because we, we've been blabbing. So Sean tells me today they have – I've never heard of this. I don't – I mean, and it's a brilliant idea. But they have malls up here – that and let's face it, we know malls are dying, right? It's a, a, a dying thing. So there are malls that have store rental space available, and they are being filled by vintage stores. Yeah. So he said, "Hey, there's vintage stores by this mall, something, something." And I was like, "I didn't really put it together until we went there." So uh, we went to a mall today, and there were three different vintage stores inside the mall. Yeah. Uh, it was almost overwhelming the amount of things they had. It wasn't like, oh, like if you go to garage sales and you say, I might go to five garage sales and not find anything I want. We found things we wanted in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. There were glass cases, dozens, I mean, 50 glass cases or more in the first store. Every one of them had things that we would, that we would want. Like to have. Yeah. I mean, maybe we didn't buy, you know. I mean, there's pricing, there's there's considerations, you know, but there was no shortage of things yeah. that we found that yeah. we liked. And one that uh, I kept trying to push, Rob, was a ceramic uh, Ronald McDonald. And, oh, that thing was great. And Grimace. And I thought maybe that they were like uh, maybe piggy banks or something, but they were uh, just ceramic. And I don't know if they were, they were who made them. Yeah, they didn't look homemade. No, but the, they were a little bit. Uh, I knew I wasn't going to get them. They were out of my my, my price range. Well, yeah, they but were. I was like, eh, Rob, Rob, you should get them because I, I was like, I can't buy them, so I want someone I know to buy them. They were very cool, <laughs> very very cool. Yeah, what was it? Basically fifty for the pair. Fifty five. Yeah. for the pair for a grimace and a Ronald McDonald. Yeah, and I'm, and they were probably eight inches tall, maybe. Yeah, not real big. So the fun thing about this this trip, this adventure, was that we went there with your youngest son, who is 10? 11. 10, 11 years old. So I'm, we're like the old men 
in this in this equation. So let me just stop you and interrupt right there before mm. the, this gets too romanticized, right? <laughs> I will say that that he really he had a choice, but he didn't have a choice mm-hmm. because my oldest son was going to be out of the house, and my my wife was taking my daughter to Girl Scout camp to drop her off. It was a forty five minute drive each way, so right. she was going to be gone for you know about two hours with setting my daughter up. So it was basically like you can go with mom and drive in the car an hour one way and an hour one way back or go with Rob and I to these stores. And he was like, okay, I guess I'll go with you. So it wasn't like he was like, yeah, I'm going with the boys. I, you know, I had told him, before, I said, do you want to go with the cool dads or the yucky girls? <laughs> and he said, oh, the cool dads." So I think he was on board. So he's along with us and He's 11, so he doesn't know what a lot of the things are. But, I mean, you have done a a stupendous job of raising your kids on retro stuff. I mean, your 11-year-old, he watches with you. I mean, he's watched A-Team. He's watched. He knows a lot of these shows. He knows Murder, She Wrote. He knows MacGyver. MacGyver, right. Yeah, he is the one that pointed out the MacGyver gun at the thing, you know. So, um, So it was super fun. To walk around with him, but then there was um, uh, lots of things that he didn't know. So I was having fun explaining to him, like, who the members of KISS were. Like, there was an entire booth of KISS things. And I'm like, that guy's a demon. You know, he's like, was he really a demon? I'm like... No, they are old white guys <laughs> who wear wigs and makeup and play music, you know. But it was it was really fun, like when he didn't know things. Now he I think he knew Alf, right? Yeah. So he knew the Alf thing, but uh you know, it, it's just I mean, it's a kid, so kids don't know all of our retro things. So that part of it to me was fun pointing out the things. And he knew every single Star Wars thing, every Star Wars thing. And probably owned <laughs> yeah. quite a few of them. Yeah, yeah. No, he uh, he definitely has watched a lot of shows with me. A team. He's got the A team. He's got an A team poster. He's got yeah. you know, that was his souvenir a few years ago. When we went to the shore. Like he wanted to get this poster at the, the store at the yeah. boardwalk. Um, so he pointed out when I went to his room that he also has uh, one of those pop vinyls. Yeah, he has all four A team members, and he said. I put them in the same order as the poster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, uh, he definitely likes that kind of stuff. And Ethan does to a degree. Like Ethan will be like, I like Magnum. Get some Magnum. Like, all right, I got Magnum. And I'm like, you're watching? No, no, not that. <laughs> well, you know. But Gabe will watch it. You know, Murder, She Wrote. They all know. And they know the music. They know the theme songs. Mm-hmm. I think we walked out of there and it was Toto's Africa was playing, right? And he knew that he was singing he along with that. it. Right. So, um, so then there was a store directly across the aisle uh, from this or across the whatever you uh-huh. call it, I guess. And it was very similar. I mean, more. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's the same owner. Is it? Two different stores, I think. Because guys that were working at the other store came over and put some stuff down That is there, true. So. I did see some of the same people. So, um, again, just toys for days. Like every – and – Stuff that you don't like. We went back. I was. I saw the. Um, they had a, a shelf that had three or four vintage Bill and Ted action figures and play sets and stuff. Now they weren't cheap, but how often do you see those? Yeah, yeah. And you know what is cool too is you. I mean, we talk all the time off mic, 
and we have so many similarities with things. Not everything, but we'll be like, geez, oh yeah. And I was like, you didn't watch Doctor Who? And you're like, no. I'm like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. Right. That, you know, you're not like, uh, well, like our conversation earlier, we were just kind of like, yeah, like Zelda. Right. It's like the yes or no. It's not like, oh, well, you're an idiot. Yeah, like I remember it when I was a kid with mm-hmm. with the guy with the big hair. I don't remember his name, other than Doctor Who. Doctor Who, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I just wasn't really into it. I mm-hmm. watched it because my mother, and my brother would watch it, and I thought the music was cool. But then I'm, yeah, I probably just set up the mic. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, um, but just stuff for days. Yeah. I mean, just you could spend a lot of time in there. And again, I just can't stress enough. It wasn't like. It, you know, would you find something? It was just like, is there something there in your price range maybe? Or like, how would you narrow down? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny too is I spent, you were looking at some stuff and I was probably for 10 minutes, they had a, uh, they had like a cork board full of the Disney World trading pins. I saw, I was, I was looking over your shoulder a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And they were like two bucks a piece or three for five. You know, mm-hmm. and they're like, don't pay $8 a piece at Disney World. And, and I was like, God, oh, I just want to. I want to get three of them to put on my backpack, but I don't want them to be not because I'm embarrassed, but I just wanted ones that were like, oh, those are cool pins. What are they? And they'd be like, oh yeah, they're Disney pins, you know. Right. Uh, but I just couldn't find three that I really liked, and then I got sidetracked and then we left. So well, it was easy to get. I mean, because we both would get so excited. Yeah. You know, and so you're like, Sean, come here. There's, right, you're there's this thermos. There's like, this look thermos. at this again. Yeah, yeah. GI Joe thermos. You know, and then then we'd be there, and then. You would see something. Hey, look at the, you know. So we, is it possible that we acted more like children than my eleven year old? Yeah, who he was, was like, act, who was acting like a father that wanted to get out of there. He kept he, going. He was like, oh, boys, we've been on our work. feet enough. Yeah, really, he was. And then he's taking it in my pocket for for quarters. Yeah, yeah. I will say uh, that mall has more gumball machines than it probably has stores. Oh yeah, there was a ton of them. Yeah, there was definitely a ton of them yeah. in there. So then we went to the the last store there, which was, I would say, mostly furniture. Yeah. Mostly. There was a few things. There was one vintage Star Wars area. They had a vintage Millennium Falcon. I think it was like 225 Yeah. They had a vintage uh, Rebel Transport. They had um, what was, uh, the Rebel Transport. They had a couple of those. I mean, so they had, oh, and a job of the hut, right? Uh, so they had that. Was there anything else that we saw in that area that aren't, you know, lots of cookie jars? Yeah, th- that store was, uh, I don't want to say disappointing, but it just wasn't what we were looking for today. Again, right. And like, um, you know, if you're wanting to decorate your house in 70s stuff or, you know, even right. maybe older, there's lots there of you go. cool choices. Um, but yeah, not, uh, I don't think we bought anything there. We, yeah, we did not. We yeah. did not. We looked at some video games. That's actually where we had the Zelda conversation. Mm-hmm. Was at that uh, that store. Yeah, lots of there's lots of places all over the place now with vintage um, video games. A lot of yeah, a Nintendo, lot of Super Nintendo. And now I have to start buying some Nintendo games. Yeah, well, you, you know, know um, uh, we had talked about this before, and and yeah, Sean had said you know he was willing to to pay me. Uh, for you know the current whatever value of a NES, but the reality is is that I had an extra NES and it was sitting in my garage and I would much rather my friend have it who's going to play it and enjoy it, not flip it. You know, right? Uh, like you, you know, 
though I was offered a pretty good penny for it today. <laughs> and we did see a... Um, there was a NES system. It had one controller. Yeah, the dog bone system. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, well, yeah we saw the that. The top loader, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Rob, what is this? Right, and I was like, oh my God, you're so dumb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really? you, you've never seen one of those? Oh, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? Um, I've, You know, I've never actually played on one of those. I mean, I've read about it, and I, and I had a friend who had one later, you know, but... Um, uh, and I had, did you see the price on that? I, I want to say it was 75. Yeah. And then we saw a regular one it was 50, but I don't even know what it came with. It came with one controller, not the dog one, but the other one came with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with one controller, uh, the AC adapter mm-hmm. and that was it. Maybe that was it. There was no RF yeah. adapter or anything with that one. So, but, um, man, we had a good time just driving around, going to these things, and and one of the things, you know, I'm I'm like you, and I think a lot of retro uh, nostalgic people are like this is when you have when you buy something, you have that story that goes with it. So yeah. that mystery machine, when I put it on the shelf, when I look at it, I'm going to think about this weekend. I'm going to think about coming to Tonawanda and going to these places and driving around. You know, uh, I will think of the uh, tell me again that was it the '80s toy place. The 80s uh, toy shop. 80s toy shop. I will remember that place every time I look at the Flash Gordon figure that I bought, you know. So it's those kind of memories. Anytime I see a uh, hurricane simulator machine in the mall, I will think of your son that somehow we talked to. <laughs> you did. I had nothing to do with it. Talked into getting into it. You know, best $2 I spent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you this. When I am when I have my Disneyland record on, I'm going to rip it this week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm listening to We Can Fly. Yes. I will think of you prancing out of the the store <laughs> like sandy duncan i felt like you're like and like like the peter pan we can fly out we're out of here yeah. yeah and then um i thought that it looked cooler than it probably did oh it looked cool dude yeah it well, definitely it definitely looked cool so right if only i had peter pan underoos <laughs> i would just rather see you in the whole you know leotards and everything well play your cards right sir all right nice not over is it <laughs> um man i'll tell you it was uh it was great having you here the family loved having you here uh, they call you uncle rob you feel like that to them you know they feel very comfortable sometimes you have someone to come visit and you're just like mm, but not like that like i said we you know we didn't do a ton of things like there's no arcades to go to here or whatever but you know we did some antiquing we had fun and we did a lot of good conversation i felt and uh ate and i got to make you breakfast two days in a row yes fantastic Uh, (laughs) don't let him undersell his uh his chef like skills yeah omelets were great so uh but i had a really great time with your visit here i do need to make it down to oklahoma i just gotta stop being a puss with flying because it's a hell of a drive as you are going to find out in the next two days. Long, I'll be another 20 hours on the road, but I won't be doing it alone. I'll be listening to the Curly Shuffle all the way home. Oh, gosh. That is uh, <laughs> that is quite the task to achieve. But uh, anyways, thanks for uh, coming here, sitting in my studio, visiting. I'm glad I got to have you here. Maybe I can get you in the next couple of years to come up and visit. We can sit down here and I'll have some air conditioning. Because it's hot as balls. Right <laughs> it is so hot. But uh, anyway, so if people don't know already, which they should, where can they find you if they want to see more stuff? You know what? Come find me at robohara.com. And uh, there's uh, all my links to all my social media. Uh, if you really, if you want to jump right to Facebook, I'm Rob O'Hara on Facebook. And I'm Commodore 
on Twitter. So you can go to those things or just go to robohair.com and you'll find links to my books, my blog, my different websites, my podcasts, all that stuff's located right there. Yeah. And you can also find those in the uh, show notes, links to your stuff there, as well as my own website, the uh, www.alldutchpods.com. That is the kind of the catcher and website for all the podcasts, including this one, Horrified Chicken, The Negative Splits, and any other shows that I may have or had at some point in time. And look for us, Throwback Reviews, on Instagram. Rob, thanks again for joining me here. It was a pleasure. I look forward to next time. Thanks for having me up. Thanks for having me stay at the house and uh, had a blast with Weekend, had a blast with your family, and look forward to doing it again. I do too. All right, guys, we will talk to you later. And we may have another episode out this month uh, more specific to a movie, but no guarantees. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.